is your financial expert and master mindset coach, Janae Cordy. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so happy you've joined me for this oh-so-fabulous subject we all love to experience of, you know, being rejected. <laughs> we all love that feeling, right? Um, not so much, but it is still a big part of being a living, breathing human being. So we might as well just learn to deal with it then. Because unfortunately, you can't run from it. As much as you may try, and for those of you who have tried to run from it and avoid it at all costs, tell me, how's that working out for you? <laughs> Eventually, we all learn or will learn that rejection is just merely part of this thing called life. This is a lesson we in fact cannot run from because it'll find you. But really, there is nothing to fear if we just accept it as such and learn what to expect and then how to emotionally deal with it. Because I'm not going to wrap it in cotton candy and sugarcoat it for you. I'm going to keep it real. Rejection kind of sucks. It's not really that fun to experience for anybody. But the good news is that, first of all, you'll live. Yay! Holler for that, right? <laughs> and second of all, it's just emotions that you'll experience as a result of rejection. And these emotions can run the gauntlet from sadness all the way from rage against humanity, depending on your personal preference. <laughs> but once you know what these emotions are all about, you'll be ready and able to handle them. So this doesn't mean you'll be able to avoid them, but this does mean you'll be able to get through these mere emotions and live to see the other side. Do you see the difference? So I'm not saying rejection's going to be pleasant, but it's part of life and newsflash, life isn't always pleasant and that's okay. Life is a mixed bag of chips of both wonderful blissful, amazing experiences, and then not so much, right? That's a little thing called life, and it's actually quite beautiful if you really think about it. Because if we didn't have the negative, if we didn't have those totally sucky experiences, we probably wouldn't even be able to recognize or appreciate the amazing experiences anyway. So experiencing the negative actually helps us to really appreciate the positive. It's like not really being able to see the shining stars without the darkness. Quite amazing how that works, isn't it? Okay, so let's talk about rejection. First off, you cannot let the fear of rejection as awful as it can feel, stop you from going for what you want in life. This is rule number one, numero uno. If you don't learn anything else from this podcast, if you don't take away anything else at all, take away this. Do not let the fear of rejection ever, 
ever stop you from going for what you want in life. Don't let it stop you from pursuing your dreams. Don't let it stop you from going for that job you really want and upping that income like we talked about in the prior podcast. Here come the income. (laughs) Don't let it stop you from asking that special someone you got that heart-shaped eyeball on to go out on a date with you. Don't let it stop you from taking a class you're really interested in taking to keep feeding that brain power. Don't let it stop you from traveling to that special place you want to visit. Whatever it is that your freaking heart and soul desires, don't let the fear of rejection ever stop you from doing it. So this is first and foremost and the most important. Because sometimes we honestly care way too much what others think of us. And it's not that we shouldn't care at all, because there is a balance with everything in life. But the number one person that you should care who loves you or not, or accepts you or not, or is proud of you or not, is you. Are you happy with yourself and your choices? Are you listening to your own inner guidance and being authentic to you? Are you proud of yourself? Because the answers to those questions are way more important than if anyone else likes you or not. And yeah, there is certainly balance needed. You don't want to be like the great god narcissist and stare at your reflection in a pool all day and ponder at how absolutely fabulous you are. I mean, please, please don't be that person either. Stay humble as well. Humility is a much-needed and valuable characteristic to possess. But you also should be proud, strong, and confident, and value your own opinion, even if it conflicts with what other people think is best for you. And are you going to be rejected sometimes for going against the grain? Heck yes, you will. But that's where the confidence and strength come into play. And the inner knowing that you are doing the right thing for yourself even when others may be rejecting you. So there are different forms of rejection. Sometimes people may reject you by trying to make you think that they know better than you do, even about your own life, like I mentioned. So they may outright reject your voice and your opinion. And in order to battle this type of rejection, You have to first understand who you are and what you believe and what you want to achieve. Then you must stand strong in your power. Stand in your strength, your confidence, and your truth when people try to reject your voice. And let me be clear, there is a difference between rejection and collaboration. Rejection is, I know better sit down and look pretty, or let me do all the talking type people who try to make you think that your opinion or your voice doesn't matter as much as theirs because, well, they know better. They're smarter or more educated or tougher or, you know, fill in the blank of what they want you to think they are in comparison to you. But... They are also wrong. Your voice does matter. 
each one of our voices matters. So reject that kind of rejects nonsense, especially when it comes to your own life. Your voice is the absolute most important when it comes to your own life choices. So collaboration is the opposite of this. This is when someone wants to discuss a topic with you and then work as a team to develop the best solution for all parties. With collaboration, all voices are heard before coming up with a final decision. In a business type setting, not all people may agree with the final decision because, I mean, there can only really be one decision after all, but all voices were at least equally heard before a final decision was arrived at. Collaboration usually produces optimal results because there is a diversification of opinion, which is a good thing. It allows you to see a situation from many angles and then helps you avoid potential blind spots. Even with collaboration though, if it is a life choice concerning you, you will ultimately need to make the final call. And remember from the prior podcast strategy, collaboration should occur with the people in your life that you trust. So that's another thing. Only collaborate with people that you actually do trust. Don't be trying to collaborate with every Tom, Dick, and Betty that you meet on the street. You will end up getting horrible advice that way. If you don't have that many trusted people you can collaborate with, then find online resources or an outside networking community. Or, quite honestly, you'll be better off on your own than just willy-nilly taking advice from just any old anybody. Some of the worst decisions can be made through ill-sought and ill-taken advice from others. So just try to remember that. Okay, so the next type of rejection is one we also all deal with as human beings, which is when others try to make us feel like we are not enough. So imagine this following scenario. You are so excited. You got the interview for the dream job you are really wanting for the promotion within the company that you already work for currently. You got the suit or the cute skirt and the perfect matching shirt and shoes. You got your resume ready. You are ready to go. You walk into the office with the higher ups and you are ready to kill this thing. You have worked really, really hard for years and years and years for this company and it's finally going to pay off, right? This is your freaking moment. Today is your day. So you shake their hands and you sit down all excited and you hand out your perfectly printed resume on the beautiful special paper. And then not long into the interview, one of those pricks has the kahunas to tell you that this is a courtesy interview because they appreciate your service with the company and the interview should be good practice for the future. After resisting the urge to spit a loogie in this person's eye and kick him in his kahunas from this insult, you walk out and can only feel a certain way, right? Rejection. (laughs) We would all feel this way, right? This is the rejection of people either intentionally or unintentionally 
making you feel not enough. So in this example, it's not good enough, smart enough, qualified enough, or whatever enough for the promotion. But it can be fill in the blank of not enough. Not pretty enough, not handsome enough, not skinny or muscular enough, not educated or knowledgeable enough, not lovable enough, whatever they want you to believe or sometimes yourself tells you that you're not enough of. But I'm here to tell you this is not true. You are enough. You were born enough. You will always be enough. No matter what you do or you don't do, you are enough. And this doesn't mean we can't improve. I'm all for improvement and growth. This also doesn't mean it hurts any less when others make us feel this way. Because we've all been made to feel this way many, many times in our lives. Probably too many times to count. But if you understand what is occurring and that it is a natural part of the human experience, then you can better handle it. Because knowledge is power, right? So next time then, when you walk out of that miserable interview, you can walk out of there with your head held high, right? Or when you escape that horrific date with the person you thought had great potential from your online dating app combos, you can strut out of there with grace and dignity. And no, it's actually not you. Yeah, it's them. <laughs> that had nothing to do with you. You are enough just the way you are. That was a reflection on the moron who made you feel that way. Not on you. And if a person is acting a fool and making you feel less than, then they are the fool, not you. And too often we get that twisted and think there is something wrong with us when it is the complete opposite. So don't get it twisted. Think about all the people who try to make you feel less than or not enough. Are you the problem or are they? If they're trying to make you feel less than, that is a reflection on their character, not on yours. Always remember that. So don't internalize that nonsense. It's going to still hurt. It's probably going to still sting a little, I'm not going to lie. But take it on the chin and remember that's a reflection on them, not on you. You are all good, baby. They are the one with the issue. And if you are feeling generous, you can even offer them a tissue for that issue. Otherwise, just move it along with your bad self. <laughs> so I'm going to end with the following quote by theologian and poet John Henry Newman, which I think sums up this topic well. Nothing would be done at all if one waited until one could do it so well that no one could find fault with it. This is so true. Please subscribe and rate 
I so appreciate all of your love and support, and you can find my blog and services on mindyourmoneycoach.com. Until next time, love yourselves and be proud of who you are.